All right, so moves are happening. The whole trade deadline week has been wild. But I'm convinced there's going to be a lot more. And I think James Duffy, who is joining us in studio, is certainly excited for that. How you feeling, J.D.? A little scared. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think we got a lot, man. Chikrin's still out there. That's yeah. got to happen, right? Well, Chikrin's got to happen. The other thing is what happens in the last couple of games, and you've seen teams like Nashville sort of decided uh, we're out of it. Mm-hmm. I think, right? And so some teams wait till the last couple of games and sort of make a decision. Are we in it? Are we not out of Are we out of it? And so, uh, yeah, the optimistic me says there's going to be going to be lots. I think there Jimmy, will be. Jimmy, does somebody say to you, like, we got nothing, we're going to have nothing, like you better come up with stuff, or how does the gauge, <laughs> how does the gauge of worry work towards the day? I used to worry a lot more, and I used to get really anxious when all the trades happened before i would say oh like a decade ago this has been going on for a while we all forget we tend to forget what happened the year before and the reality is is that most trades always happen before the deadline now Mm -hmm. and i have this theory which could probably be completely unproven that it actually started the tipping point was way back when ryan smith was dealt to the islanders which is probably 12 years ago or something like that more yeah because that was one that came down to the last second and they were a couple hundred thousand dollars apart in edmonton and nobody, Edmonton didn't want to trade him, and he didn't want to go, and they ended up trading him, and I think there was a lot of regret there. And I feel like a lot of people woke up and said, okay, we're not going to let anything go down to the last second like this. And as, as the years have progressed, it's been, we're not going to, we'll, we won't do it the day before, we'll do it the week before, we'll do it two weeks before, we'll do it three weeks before. And so, I think the complication, you know, that's our reality. The complication of the cap as well means you just can't, you cannot call a guy with an hour left mm-hmm. and say, my owner's in, Let's make it work where you got to wave players, you got to move pieces around. Um, we haven't even mentioned Patrick Kane. It's going down tonight. Everyone has known for weeks now he's going to the Rangers, or at least the last few days. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago gets a second round pick that's conditional. If the Rangers make it to a conference final, that turns into a first rounder. So a second and a fourth for Showtime going to New York. But I think that's like a really sexy trade. It is. For oh, yeah. the NHL. Like, we're talking Showtime is back in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. How many jerseys will be made for that? It'll be tons. Tons of them. You know what? That's, that's got, this is the kind of vibe that trade has. You were seeing someone, it went long distance, and you had to break up, but it was no one's fault. And now you're back in the same city with Panarin and Kane. And it's just like... That's right. Those two could cook up some serious yeah. magic. Are you following this whole vibe and I was a metaphor thing? that sounds like it has some history for Frankie in it. But yeah. I, I, no, I like it. does it. sound that way. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. And even though people might say, oh, trade deadline day might be a dud. And like you say, I'm not sure that it will be. The trade, trade deadline period has been as sexy as it's been for the NHL in a long time. Yes. We always uh, whine and complain about it not being like the NBA. And look, it's Warranted, not, though, Jimmy. Warranted. 100%, 100% warranted. But this is as close as we get in hockey, where you've gotten Patrick Kane and Ryan O'Reilly and so on and Absolutely. so forth all dealt in this period. So, yeah, maybe the show itself... Uh, won't have the deals, but the actual, these last few weeks have been nuts if you take it on well, a grand scale. You know what's interesting is is the player that might make the biggest impact is Timo Meyer, and I feel like no one's talking about that deal. He was number one on the trade bait for yeah. the longest time. And that might partially be, be because it's Jersey, and you know my theory on Jersey, and no mm. one really pays attention oh, yeah. anyway. But you got Timo Meyer up against now Kane and Tarasenko, like that series is going to happen. Um, 
Tampa paid a, a king's ransom for Tanner Janot. I think they'll probably do something else between now and Friday. And now Dubas is stealing the show with all these moves with O'Reilly and Achari coming in, McCabe and Lafferty, Sandine out, and Chris Johnston just tweeted out a few moments ago, the belief is the Leafs are not done. I wouldn't be surprised if they put that first-round pick they just got back on the table for something. Like, what do you make of Dubas here? What do you well, make Frankie, of just, and... just before we came on, used the word rebuild in, in a different context than we always think of rebuild. It is like, it's like they're rebuilding their team for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's a renovation. It's, a, it's, he, like it's, it's a massive reno. Okay, but it's a renovation. Like, you can start with the bathroom. I had this situation in my house where I, I, I was going to put... Uh, cabana in the back. I ended up with a cabana, a finished basement, and a third garage on the house. That's what this is. Right. Where he started with something, and now he's adding pieces and pieces. Yeah, the contractor and suddenly came he's to tripled you. his budget. He's like, I could throw in this. It'll cost you a little more, <laughs> but right. we can get this in for Why you. Like, I like that. Why not? Yeah. I think you're, marble you're on the floors. It. You're doing it anyways. Why not go Put on up? an extra story. That's the truth, though. I think that's where they're at. I think it's a scenario where, like, if you, if you love the reno, or you love the ideas, or you love the blueprint... Yes, it might cost you an extra couple of ground, grand, but in five years, you're not going to think about that money. Exactly. Right? If it all gets put in properly. And I, I, think that's, I think that's the proper analogy that, yes, you're, sell, you're, you're buying and selling like a drunken sailor right now, but if it pays off, you don't have to explain anything. I'm really bad with memory, but I don't remember anything like this happening where you f- you have the six best teams in the league in one conference, mm-hmm. and every single one of them is going all in, essentially. Right? You have Johnny, the best team in the league. I know you said the six best teams, but w- wait for Colorado. They are starting to... I'm, I'm just saying standings-wise, right? I know, but they are kind of like on the down low and starting to win and starting to do some things where it's like... Mm-hmm. If that Georgiev can hold the fort there, watch out. He's been he's been good actually, and that's the of thing. late, yeah, yeah. But and that's the thing with Colorado. It's like because of all the injuries, it's almost like they're waiting in the weeds and they're heating up at the right time. You watch them play, dude. They are flying. They around did that the last ice. night. Like they again. laid a beating on Vegas last again. night again. But you're right, JD. I, I again, we're all about analogies right now. I said this is as if it's March Madness and all the one seeds are in the same bracket, right? Like they're in the same region. Mm-hmm. Because, like, honestly, I think you could make a case that almost any individual team, certainly Colorado, has a better chance of making it to the cup final than Boston does. As great as Boston sure. is, and they won again last night, and they are putting up historical numbers, and they look like they cannot be pushed out of the way. They got to get through, at some point, either Toronto or Tampa, and then likely Carolina or New York or yeah. Jersey. That is tough. E- even the, o- the Oilers have a better chance, probably, than any of the six teams we've talked about in the East, just yeah. because yeah. of that. Because of the right? pathway. They and- could finish in a wild-card spot. And mm-hmm. theoretically have an easier path, yeah, because of who they're going to have to play. Or play Seattle in the first round, yeah, you know, and then play Vegas. Okay, I think that's that sets up pretty well for Edmonton. It's going to be we all, look. The first round of the playoffs is always wild, but those first two rounds in the East are going to be the have the potential to be the best we've seen in what a decade, fifteen years. Yes, uh, because I just I don't remember this many teams really stacking up. I will say this: I don't love the playoff format, admittedly. But from an entertainment point of view, as far as that first round goes, it's not going to be fair that some of those teams are going to have to be eliminated. But you get fresh bodies going head to head early on in the playoffs like that. That'll be like that'll be pretty legit because some of yes. those teams, if they play later in the playoffs, it's like guys are run down, guys can't walk, guys can't, you know, they're they're banged up. 
guys will be pretty fresh going head to head. Who's who's series. the favorite? Okay, I guess you have to say Boston. Boston is Okay, so let's sure. take yeah. Boston out of the equation. Who's the second favorite to come out of the It's I would say it's probably Tampa. Tampa. I'd I'd say, I would say the Rangers almost. I would say Carolina cuz they don't have to play Toronto, Tampa, New York or Jersey as it currently stands. If Carolina gets in, Carolina will play the Islanders in the first We're round. We're like or like that's We're it. We're being like, nitpicky as far as the the second and third, though. You know, like Toronto could just easily be in that conversation. That's what I'm saying. If you start doing the evaluation, I think Tampa, Toronto's a coin flip. I think Rangers are are ahead of Jersey personally. Just I think they're they're more grizzled. I think Jersey's been a revelation this year. They've been really really good. But I think it's sixty forty New York Jersey. But if Carolina is playing Pittsburgh, they have not been overly impressive. If they're playing the Islanders, if Buffalo gets and in. Pittsburgh's going to go, if they make it, go in like completely and utterly forgotten. Exactly. But I, I think that's probably merited. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. But, but they could do something. They you could. never know. Yeah, they could. They just have that allure all the time. It's Pittsburgh, it's Crosby. You never know. Yeah. It's, that's that's kind of what the. Mm-hmm. they're holding on to. Yeah, not the best. Not the best. Not the we best. also forget, too, best. like. A captain of a Canadian team got traded this year, like Bo Horvat. That's mm. significant. So when you talk about the NBA making big moves and big names moving around, also like that's the, a good the, point. That's very significant. The captain of a Canadian market moves before the deadline. That's you know, like we the forgotten trade because yeah, it happened happen. before everything kind of started kickstarting here. And back to the show because I'm selfish to the show. Yeah, please. Uh, like I, I kind of go into it now to sort of answer O's question from ten minutes ago. Expecting no trades. Like, that is my... If I go in saying, we are not going to have a trade today, can we get through these 10 hours? And thanks to our producers and all the people behind the scenes, I think we can, because you've got to look at it and go, how many times in one year do we have all everybody in the studio? All you guys, you know, the MJs, the Gords, all of the insiders, Bobby Mack is back. Uh, and so I kind of just take it as a 10-hour day to celebrate hockey that's and, fine. and that's do a re- fine. reset going down to the, the stretch of, okay, what has every team done and who's the favorite? Okay, hold on a second. No, we need to have 10 hours. Right. The roles are reversing here because if a trade happens while my panel is talking, Frankie, this is an example. Yes. In, in our ear, it'll be, shut up, get to James. Shut up, get to James. Shut up, get to James. I refuse to be quiet. Now it's flipping. Pierre Engvall has been flipped to the Islanders. I can't tell you how many people are going to be excited about this. <laughs> it's going to be the most trade. exciting trade of the day in this market. Without even knowing what's coming back, Pierre Engvall is on his way to no, the No, they won't even read the rest. It's like, close the phone, goodbye, yeah. thank you. How would you, if that happened on Friday around 2 o'clock, give us, give us a little precursor. Well, if it happened Friday like. at 11 a.m., we'd give it four hours at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the, the routine is you throw back to the insiders, right? Yeah, Maybe they, they would have said in my ear, throw to Gord in the insiders. Yeah, you would have gone Gord, and then it would have come back to me, and we, okay. they would have said, you guys got, you got 12 minutes. Yes. 12 minutes. Give us 12 on Pierre Engvall. <laughs> the end of the Pierre Engvall era. There's a lot of happy Leaf fans. Wow. Uh, well, there's your 2.25 million cap hit, right? That's that's going out the door again. I, I we haven't seen what is coming back in return, but Probably Chris Johnston, I, uh, I yeah, I mean guess. maybe a pick, a couple of picks. I got to tell you, when we were in the break here, I was texting with the Tat Man, and he goes, "Engval's going," and I said, "No, no, Kerfoot's going," and the Tat Man was right, so we got to give him his flowers. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, there's. Don't say that, Jimmy. There's a there's we a lot. Gotta be careful with that. A lot of moving parts. I don't care, I break all rules. A lot of moving parts. Okay, so in this last 
when was the Ryan O'Reilly trade? That was Friday, so 12 days ago or something like that? 12 yeah. days ago? 10, 11 day, days yes. ago? O'Reilly in, Achari in, Gustafson in, Lafferty in. What was the other part of Chicago? McCabe. McCabe in. Engvall out. Sandine out. Sandine out. And mostly irrelevance out behind draft picks and such. But that is... Uh, that's the most from the Leafs at a yeah. deadline, I think, in certainly in my time, which would be the last 20 years. Uh, we were saying that earlier, James. It, it feels like 2003 all over again, where they were making moves all the they time. Got everybody in those years. Yeah, they are, they are the, really... The, the Renault is going crazy here. Like, the contractor just came up to you and said, like, I can put a fancy... Okay. No. In this cabana. No, he went. He he said. Oh, uh, he's got more. He's throw got to more. Brian. Oh. Throw. I need you to say that. Talk throw to, to me, Hazy B. Talk Let's get to it to Brian Hayes. Chris, jo- <laughs> Chris Johnston <laughs> is reporting. Luke Shen is a Toronto Maple Leaf. Luke Shen wow. is on his way to the Leafs. Why don't we just do the show right now? Isn't this incredible? It's good we got you on the this show. This is Trey. Welcome to Trade Center, well, Canada. Welcome to Trade welcome Center. Welcome aboard. It's welcome a aboard. little after four forty-four Eastern here on uh, Tuesday. Uh, Trade Center. Trade Center started three hours early this year. Wow. The host is Brian Hayes. Uh, I'm on the panel now. Alongside. Yeah, you're a uh, panelist. Yeah. Can you play the, the role of panelist too? Yeah. Then I'll, I go out and eat like uh, nachos all day, like you guys do, while the while the host has to sit there for ten hours and hold his pee. I know. I always, you know. What? This is in before we get to this stuff. It always scares me a little bit when I'm throwing back to you. Like this is how long you've been doing it and how good you are as I pump your tires. I can see you sometimes eating, <laughs> and I'm like, I have to throw back to this. Guy. Yeah, is I'm trying ready? to finish the bite of chicken. <laughs> like, sometimes all the big ready? chicken sticking in my teeth. It's and awkward. I've learned from yeah, doing exactly. it the past few years. Like a quick throw is probably a good idea. Yeah. So it'll be a quick James, right? And then you're ready for Boom. it. Which yeah. I give you a ton of credit for that. Okay, so Luke Shen. Yeah, do we sorry. know the we know the other end of it. Or? I'm just waiting for news to come in. It sounds like uh, Shen to Toronto for likely a third round pick, but don't hold me to that. I'm still waiting. Again, I'm following a million different people on Twitter, and um, I'm trying Easy. to Is that keep it? track of everything. Um, I'm not sure, man. How could he, uh, that's a good question, though. At this point, how could you be certain that Kyle Dubas won't continue to make more moves? He, 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 he's still going to be busy. I feel like. Also, didn't we just hear Jake McCabe is wearing number two? You think he gives it to Luke Shen that's for his a, old number two? That's a very good question. Well, <laughs> is there a Jake McCabe two jersey already out there? Jake that could McCabe. Be a collector's item? Jake McCabe screwed up by not buying Wayne Simmons a Rolex and saying, "I want to wear twenty-four. Yeah, that's a good point. So but we, you just talked about how you can't wear 28 because it's Domi. Is that not in the same kind of realm there, like Brian oh, McCabe, Brian 24? McCabe. When your last name's McCabe, you got to wear 24. Yeah, yeah that would have been great if he was Caber. All right, wait a minute. I'm So, so again, oh, I'm playing the role. Oh, wow, back well, to Brian. Just got some details. This would actually go back to, to the insiders, I think, like the actual details. Right. Play the, I'm going to play the role of, like, Bob or Pierre or Dregs and look at my phone. The Leafs announced that they've acquired a third-round selection in 2024 from the Islanders for Pierre Engvall. Okay. So that that's the compensation. They Not get a bad. third for Pierre. He's an expiring contract, and he's a depth piece that I'm not sure they wanted in the lineup anyway. That's why they flip him. But as for what they're giving up for Luke Shen, I still have not seen that. But I wouldn't be shocked if that pick just went straight to Vancouver. 
Dude, Kyle Dubas probably is around doing a third the, rounder. He's doing the two phones like he did in that that picture at the draft. Yeah, yeah. it's his profile pic on Twitter. So is it? three new go. defensemen. And for anybody that says that this hours. guy just yeah. only goes with ang balls and analytics and everything, all the players, a lot of the players he's brought in are old school grit snarl. He's put the pieces together, so so. People can stop with that nonsense. So where or where do you think Luke Shen plays then? Like we can go around the horn here. Where where do we think Luke Shen fits in? Is he? I got to be honest with you, Hayes. When he played on Tampa Bay for the Cup runs, maybe he only did he win one or two cups there. He he was in and was out of the one. lineup. Oh, was it two? I, yeah, it was either way. I think it was only one. Yeah, either but way, right. he was he, a depth he was guy. kind of like in and out. And if a guy went down, he'd go in and play well. He might play two in a row. But on a real quality team, where he is right now, mm-hmm. he he's not playing a ton. Like no, that's just where he's at. Yep, You're I right. like that disposition of him though. Like you think about a guy who can kind of end some cycles in the D zone, do something that the other guys don't necessarily do. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like the way you're built too, right? Like you can be six foot one, one ninety five, try and run around, but you just don't have it, right? Like this guy's a he's a big boy. I believe he's leading the league in hits. Yeah. Rim protection, year. rim protection. There you go. It's right, almost like fantasy hockey of building a playoff team. We need this type of guy. We need a depth kind of guy yeah. like like Shen, and we need that's it's kind he, of what they're doing. They're playing NHL twenty three in GM mode, right? And they're just not that that's wrong, though. Nothing is that kind of like you when you say we need an analyst that was a really good player when they were playing, Jimmy? Yeah, and yeah, and I was we need a star player. We still haven't gotten that. Well, possibly this year, possibly this year. Every once in a while, we'll be having dinner like somewhere like between like a shift or something, and he'll be like, It's weird how like no really good players are analysts. And I'm like, so what are you talking about? <laughs> 40 goals. <laughs> All-star and 40 uh, goals. And score. I'll plug as we go. Yes. I know we got to go. Uh, I, I sent out a little thing on the social media today. Mm-hmm. Um, a new song. It's been a long time since Puck Over Glass and Don't Take My Goal Away, which starred Jeff O'Neill, among others. Uh, we we knew the situation was coming. We put together a song. I, I don't want to give it away too much. We're debuting it on the Leafs' uh, first intermission tomorrow night. Okay. It's a tanking song. The song... The draft lottery related tanking song. Perfect. Starring Jeff O'Neill as a tanking general manager. Okay. That's all I'm going to give you. That's all. And Love that'll it. be Thursday. Better not be tomorrow game. night. Thursday night. Gonna, what night is it tonight? Yeah. Tuesday? Yeah. Today, yeah I have tomorrow. no clue. Thursday night against Calgary, first intermission. Thursday, Calgary, first intermission. We love it. JD, thank you. Okay. Good seeing you. There good job there, host. I felt pretty good about oh, that. You were terrific. Nailed I felt it, pretty man. good. You can have the whole 10 hours if you want. Yeah, I'll try to. We, listen, we got a lot to recap here. The Leafs are moving and shaking. Wow. Dubas is sniffing. We'll tell you more about what he's got in store and what happens with the Leafs moving forward. Overdrive continues. TSN 1050 and on the TSN app.